All right, what's happening? What the heck is going on? How are we doing on a Tuesday? How are we doing out there? Appreciate you joining us on Sports Betting Daily. Let's get to it. Uh, today, we're going to talk about no sweat bets. Uh, this is because of an email that I got, or at least a message I got from one of the listeners asking about this. Now, obviously, I've hit on free bets, risk-free bets, and certain ways to approach those, but we've never talked about no sweat bets. And, and, and what this is, another way to say this is, when you have a, a protected bet, Look, a lot of different websites call it different things. I think it's called the no sweat bet on DraftKings. But uh, the idea is if you lose the bet you make, then you get that much back in free bets. right? So if you win the bet, nothing happens. It's you win it as usual. You get the money back that you normally would have gotten plus the money you bet. And then you're happy and you walk away with, you know, with having used that token, but you won the bet. Now, if you lose that bet, let's say it was 110 to win 100. Okay, and you use the token and it wins, well, you get back 210, right? The 110 you bet plus the 100, you're happy, you won, and you know it's all normal. But if you lose that bet, you get back 110 in free bets. However much you bet, you get back in bet credits, which are different, obviously, than what we're talking about, right? Bet credits or free bets, you want to maximize your return. We've talked about this before, right? You want to bet the 10 to ones, the 15 to ones, the 20 to ones with a free bet. This is not what we're talking about. This is a no sweat bet. And by the way, I'm looking it up online. There's a lot of places who call it a no sweat bet. But uh, that's what we're talking about here is a no sweat bet. And there's a different way you want to approach that. So let's start off just actually, I think, with the answer is the best way. And then we'll kind of circle back around because there's a lot to talk about within this question. So the answer, how you want to use a no sweat bet is... You want to simply use this as insurance or protection for your best bet for whatever the duration is. So if this ticket or this coupon is for the next week, you know, seven days, you want your best bet in the next seven days to be protected with this. Okay. Now that's the answer. Let's step aside and talk about why that is. You want this because the goal is to maximize your expected value. Okay. That's sort of the goal with all of this stuff. It's the same, actually the same reason why you want to make these go for broke, these large underdog bets with a free bet, because you're maximizing expected value. Same thing here. What we're doing here is we're protecting our best bet of the week, which is actually mathematically with the talking about EV and ROI, the best thing to do. So Let's get into why this is exactly. Okay, um, before we talk about the math and, and the approach, let's get one thing out of the way because there's an inherent problem that everyone out there deals with. I'm talking about the best of the best handicappers who at least do this publicly and give picks out or the average person who doesn't really know what they're doing on Twitter, right? Or whatever it's called these days. The inherent problem here is that when you ask people to give you one play, Things get weird. People get weird. They get all squirrely. And I understand, you know, because there's no such thing as a sure winner. If there's one thing we've talked about on this show, one thing we should all understand, there's no such thing as a sure winner. We don't talk about that. We don't talk like that. People who win betting sports don't talk like that. There's no such thing. They don't exist. So knowing that, it's weird because almost by definition, when you're giving out, you know, your best bet of the week or the month, you're sort of trying to get as close to that sure winner as you can, right? So people get all tight. They get all weird and off their normal handicapping game when it comes to these bet of the weeks, bet of the months. So a lot of good people do this, okay? A lot of people. So quickly, let's say, let's remember a few things. The mathematical edge is the most important thing 
And it's all about expected value for most of the decisions we make in in betting sports. So with that mathematical edge, every bet we make, we believe we have the advantage, right? That's how this works. If I give out minus three, minus 110 on here, we believe that's a bet that's going to win at least, just to be easy here, 54% of the time. So we make the bet, give it out on here, and it's a play. Now, generally, it's going to be probably closer to 55%. Let's actually get into that. Okay, let's get into the advantages that we have on every bet we make and what we look for. Because when it comes down to picking your best bet of the week, there's two schools of thought. You can do it the math way, which most people aren't going to do that, okay? Or you can do it just with the intuition, your best bet of the week, or whoever you like to follow, their best bet of the week. But let's just quickly talk about some numbers, because I know a lot of people find this interesting, what my advantage is for a lot of the bets I make in these different sports. So when I have a bet, I generally have the advantage about one and a half, I'd say to two and a half percent of the time. I think that's a good range. Now, this this varies, obviously, for different situations, different reasons, but it's also different for different sports. My confidence level in this sport, in my model, in the prediction process, will allow me to make bets that are smaller percentage bets for me. So let's talk about that. So uh, I kind of have some quick notes here. This may be off just slightly for some of these, but just kind of off the top of my head. I wrote down some numbers here. The bets that I make in these sports kind of cap out at these advantages. So for the NHL, or I shouldn't say cap out, I should say like cap out for the bottom end, right? Bottom out. So for the NHL, I will make bets that are, I I perceive to be a, you know, 0.8% advantage. Uh, What that may mean is if there's a game that's even money, right? Pick them. And it's like even plus 100, and or let, let's use like minus 110 actually, okay? If there's a minus 110, which means 52.4%, as we know, right? Anything above that would be a winner. Well, if I have a game that's 52.4% and we think we have like a 0.8% advantage, that means, let's go to 53.2%. That means if I think a line should be minus 113.5 and we're getting minus 110, I'll make that in hockey. Okay, because that's a... 0.8 percent, you know, difference. I think it should be minus 113. The market's at minus 110. You see the problem with that, though, right? Is if you're not very, very confident in your numbers, you can get in the in, into making a lot of bad bets. You can talk yourself into making a lot of bad bets following your prediction process, which may or may not be leading you astray. That's why I say this all the time. Anyone can come up with a model. Anyone can come up with a way to predict games. Is it good? Does it win? Does it work? And I would not use this close of an edge bet in other sports, right? If we're talking about the NFL, I don't feel comfortable with a 0.8% advantage on one of those bets. I need in the NFL closer to two and a half, if not 3%, which is a pretty decent number. Seriously. So that's why I don't make that many NFL bets compared to the NHL bets that I'm giving out. So I'm comfortable making that 0.8% bet in the NHL. Uh, let's move on. For the Premier League Championship, it may be closer to 1.5%, right? So if I see, if there's a line that's minus 150 and I see it, you know, minus 160, minus 159, that's sort of the range I'm looking at in the Premier League and the Championship, right? About those 10 cents from 160 to 159 or about that 1.5 percentage. Uh, college football, I need about 2%. Major League Baseball, I need about 2.25%. NFL, like we mentioned, about 25 ish 2.75%, maybe three in times. 
And then college basketball, I need at least 3%. So it may not seem like a lot. Okay, I just wanted to put that out there to let everyone know the, the margins we're working with here are thin. Okay, it's not like that's what this whole sure winner thing. The best sure winner, well, I shouldn't even use that. The best bets we're going to make in sports betting are the ones where we have like, you know, a four or 5% advantage. You know, the, the bets where you have a 10% advantage are few and far between. You're not going to find that many. And if you think you're finding a lot, you're doing something wrong. So, um, you know, those are, those are plenty. If we have a one and a half percent advantage over time, that's well worth it. Now let's think about it this way. The edge in blackjack is under 1%, sometimes well under 1%. Last year, 2022, the state of Nevada, which if I, you know, I, I don't know about the loosest, but in the, in the country, they have some of the loosest rules in the entire country. I mean, you can still find good tables, good rules, make money. So, you know, I know there's a lot of money being, or a lot of blackjack being played in Nevada compared to other states, but keep that in mind. So in 2022, the state of Nevada reported $1.29 billion earned through blackjack. So with that, you got to remember, again, they had under a 1% advantage with all those hands. Same thing here. We just need volume. It's about making good bets, repeating the process. So long story short, okay? For Well, long story, maybe fucking long at this point. But anyway, that's how I, I end up making my decisions for these no-sweat bets. Whatever one I perceive to be the biggest advantage in the best sport, that's what I bet. But look, for public sports bettors, it's not that different. You simply want to put this on your favorite game or your favorite handicapper's favorite game. You know, now, like I said, look how long you have to use the coupon. If it's a week, pick the best bet of that week. If it's a day, pick the best bet of that day. But put it on your favorite game. Put it on your favorite handicapper's favorite game. Bottom line, treat them as normal bets. That's sort of like what we need to get back to, the crux of this whole thing. You don't want to be going for these go-for-broke bets. You don't want to treat it like, oh, hey, look, I have a $100 no-sweat bet coupon. That means if I make $100, lose it, I'll get 100 back in free bets. A lot of people will make these wacky parlays and these crazy, you know, parlaying first touchdown bets together because it's like, hey, if I lose it, who cares to get a free bet back? That's not a good thing. You don't want that back. You want to win that bet, right? You don't want to use that coupon. I feel like it's a psychological thing. A lot of people get that coupon. They want to use that coupon, right? They want to use it. So they'll almost like make these bad bets because if they win, it's like, well, shit, I wasted it. I wasted it on a winner. That's how a lot of people feel, which is not how you want it. Because again, back to positive EV, if you're putting it on a bet that's more likely to win, that that kind of gets back to our, our positive advantage thing here, that's the best mass mathematical thing. Because a lot of people may say, why don't you use this on your worst play? Okay, kind of back to that, you don't want to use that coupon. Some people may be upset that if it wins, I don't get to use the coupon. So some people may say, then why don't you use it on your worst play? Because if it loses, which it has a higher chance of losing, you still get that money back. And the answer to that is, it again goes back to the expected value. If we have a bigger advantage, we want to maximize that advantage by protecting that bet. The smaller the edge, the less protection that bet is worth if you're protecting it. Okay, so if we have a bet that's in, the, in Major League Baseball, that's a 1% bet, that actually, if we use the coupon, it's worth less to us financially mathematically than if that bet is worth one and a half percent. So 
the better the bet, the more that coupon is going to be worth it to you. You don't want to look at it as a losing proposition. What if we lose more often that we get it back? You want to look at it as a winning proposition, the best way to maximize your return. And keep in mind, everyone, for the 19th time, if you get one of these coupons, one of these bets, one of these promotions, you don't want to use it. You want to put it on your best play and you want to say, oh, well, who cares? I won that bet. Don't worry about it. A lot of places use this to get you in the door, to keep you betting. Don't throw your money away betting some long shot thinking, who cares? We get a free bet back because let's talk about why that is, right? The reason this all happens, the reason this this is all the answer is because of, of shows that we've done in the past where you explain a free bet is very different than a normal bet. A free bet, you don't get the money you bet back. So that's why you actually want to bet like a first touchdown score. Well, whoa, let's uh, whoa, Tyler, hold on. You actually don't want to bet the first touchdown. You want to bet long shots. Okay, you want to bet like a 10 to 1, 15 to 1, 20 to 1. And even though you can find those in the first touchdown score market, probably not the best market to be betting in, I'd rather take a yes, no, 20 to 1 than a first touchdown score. But I digress. The point here is a free bet is used much differently than one of these. A free bet, you want to go for broke. This is simply you're using the bet as you would any bet. Maximizing your EV, making a good bet, a single, you're just protecting it with this coupon. You don't want to make a $100 10-team parlay because what you're getting back is not the same value that you lost in that parlay. So bottom line, use no sweat bets as bet insurance for your favorite play. That's the bottom line with this whole thing. Betting $100 is much different than a $100 free bet. And the math completely changes. So that's how you want to approach these. Okay. Um, I, I, I think that should have been clear. I think we had enough stuff. I know it's, you know, the issue with a lot of these podcasts is there's so many people who get lost in this stuff. So I try to make it digestible and I, I make it as, as much for the masses as I can. But then there's other people who listen, who do this either professionally or just know everything they're talking about. And they say, well, Tyler, what about this? You missed this. You didn't do this. You said 52.4, 52.3. It's like a lot of people, you know, so I try and do my best to kind of walk that line. So I just finished today's show. I'm like, Did, was that a good job explaining it? Did we get out go over everything? I hope so. If that's not the case, let me know on Twitter at SBD underscore POD. That's SBD underscore pod. And hopefully you got something out of this pod. So anyway, stay tuned uh, later on this week. As I mentioned on yesterday's show, we got hockey starting in two weeks. We got MLB playoffs starting next week. So a lot to go over. Get ready for those sports as well as football for this weekend. So appreciate you listening. Good luck whatever you have going on today or tonight. Hope you catch some winners. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Betting Daily.